Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now Welcome to another episode of Creators Epic. And today we have uh, Greg Moken from Dear uh, Nova Comics. How are you? Good. Thanks Good. for having me. Hey, you know, I, I figure I throw my in on your podcast. I might as well have you online. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I have like 5 million podcasts. So. Uh-huh. Is, that, is that all? Yeah, I've only I've only got three. <laughs> uh, well, we are adding another one, but it's not really a podcast. It's more just like extra video content or something. Oh, okay. Or, yeah. Yeah, I do this one three nights a week. Uh, you know, if I had the guests for it, and uh, Wednesday nights I usually do uh, an art show with uh, Sean Howe, and Thursday nights, except the last two weeks, my co-host has been on hiatus. We do OK Boomer, the podcast, <laughs> where we just, yeah, I know, right? Now you know. I know. I remember this guy. He's the Boomer guy. Uh, we uh, we talk about old comics. We pick like a comic like every week, uh, gold and silver or, or bronze age, and we go we go through it, talk about it, rate it. That's cool. You know and. Yeah, we have breakfast talk, um, which a lot of people like that one, I guess. Um, Sierra Nova podcast, which we had to change the name from what it used to be because I guess somebody had the name, and I don't understand how they had the same name because it wasn't even the same like category or anything on Anchor. Theirs was mm. not even about like entertainment or like geek stuff. It was about something in Africa. I don't know. <laughs> and uh, so we had to change the name of that. Um, then we have the brunch bulletin, which is new, which is like another thing of breakfast talk, but it's like just our stuff. So like our news or whatever that we have going on. Um, then we have this new one that we're going to be doing called Smo talk, which is like the logo is like a s'more <laughs> and mm. yeah, I don't know why we have just a bunch of food type of podcast <laughs> um and that one is more about like getting into a certain topic on breakfast talk 
but mm -hmm. it's its own separate like segment thing. It's just to add more videos to our YouTube channel. Um, so that's one, two, three, four. Oh, and then there's Nova Files, which is like one that creators on our platform do. And they just started that like in April or something. And they do, that's a bi-weekly podcast. So I still have to edit that, but I would like to not do that. <laughs> I would like very much not to edit that <laughs> ever. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't like editing video. Well, it's like, okay, depending on like how long the video is. Dylan talks a lot, so he can like go on tangent if if he wants. So I'm I tried to limit breakfast talk to a certain amount of time, and he like still could talk forever. Our Sierra Nova podcast used to be like the longest one we ever did for a guest was three hours, and oh, that's I was exhausted after that. Yeah, like I'm friends with the guy, but like Dylan just kept talking about I don't even know what movies and princess bride and stuff like that. i was like oh my god yeah so i made shorter form podcasts just to try to see if like he would stop in the tangents <laughs> uh, i'm just i'm just as bad uh i had uh brian k vaughn from rising tide on as a guest one week and uh we were like already over the two hour mark and uh, Pops Van Zandt was like, no, no, I need to ask Brian something. Put me on. I'm like, next thing I know, it's like four and a half hours. The Fez is wilting off of Brian's head. He's <laughs> like, I've had a great time, and I'd love to come back again in the future. But, uh, wow, I'm tired, and I have a podcast in the morning. I think I've lost more here just being here. I go, well, that's not my fault. I was I was about to end it, but your friend here, you know, insisted on coming on that he had something important to say, and he was just coming on to bust his chops, and then he, then you know, he rambles more than I do. So it's like, oh, great, this is gonna suck. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Anytime like I'm doing a meeting with Dylan, like we do a. Uh, two days a week now because we used to do it on Sundays, but now Sundays are just for the podcast that we have to do. And then after that we can like relax because mm -hmm. Dylan has uh Sierra Nova and then he has like other businesses that he does for himself and his brother. And he wants a date for like a break and I get that. So after we have to do breakfast talk and brunch bulletin or whatever, anything else on Sunday, that's it. And then Mondays and Tuesdays are usually when we do our like, meetings for things like our platform or comic business stuff, whatever we got to do, whatever we have to get done. So mm. yeah, but he can go on a tangent for a long time. And like recently, just like this past week, uh, we, we kept talking, but like, I was like, I have to go. I have to get my girlfriend from work. He does this all the time. <laughs> And he's like, oh, yeah, one more thing. And then it just turns in like seven other things. I was like, all right. Oh, yeah. I, I saw him do that on uh, one of the early shows one day as I was just I was just scrolling through and I stopped and I'm just, I go, okay, cool. Like, and you, I can hear you trying to, you know, okay, well, that's going to, one more. <laughs> and then he just kept talking. I go, 
man, I ain't got time for this. I got shit to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like me and Hector usually are just like, all right, let's wrap it up. All the way back after I roll my eyes. and yeah. He's he's cool, but I, 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 he has like ADHD to the max. So, oh, my yeah. Daughter, my daughter's got that bad. Yeah. So he can just like keep talking. And I'm like, I, I, I gotta go. <laughs> like we, this past week, this week that just happened, we were doing the logo for a video game Kickstarter. Well, for a video game in general. And he's the one that does that stuff. Cause I don't know how to do graphic design. Um, I can do Canva, but I can't do like actual like Photoshop. And I thought it was going to take like an hour to maybe do like first he had to figure out what kind of stuff we wanted to, so uh, what kind of items would look good with the logo because it centers around our comics and um, everything. So it's like something has to have like a city kind of look to it. So he was messing around with just one letter for like an hour. He's like, that doesn't look good. <laughs> God. He's like, the I was going to be a skyscraper because the game starts off in like our first city that's from our comic Seer City and it's supposed to be it was gonna be a skyscraper in it with a bunch of windows like oh that looks cool and he's like I don't think I like it I was like all right so he just kept messing around with it and then he had his brother come into the room and he's like oh do you like what don't you like about this so then we had to wait for like his brother Dave to like say like what he liked and he's like, I like I like it and I'm like see he likes it and he's like ah like what don't you like? I was like, oh my god! I was like a half hour trying to figure out what Dave doesn't like about it or whatever. And he's like, I like it all. I don't. Like, oh my god! Let's just wrap this up because I want to do like another thing, and we didn't get to the other thing. But like, I have stuff to do, but I can't do it because you can't make up your mind about a skyscraper. <laughs> and I get it because like the logo is going to be around for a long time because the game is for is the background story to all of our um comics and it starts with our flagship title seer chronicles so <laughs> i get the logo is important <sighs> just like we have to like finish our web store on our platform so can we like get to that so now next week we're going to be um doing that and also uh doing something else i've got the other thing was oh uh creating a services kind of thing on our website because i don't want to be at my job anymore <laughs> <laughs> I would like to just have like services. Um, people keep coming to me to like do their Kickstarters and stuff. And apparently there's some a couple other people that already do that, but there's this one guy that already comes to me that thinks I'm like going to compete with him and I'm not going to compete with him. I'm just like whoever comes to me and like, if I can't do it for some reason, then I'll just send it, send them to him. But like, I just did one and I didn't get paid for it. I was just doing it because I made a deal with the guy like, two years ago on the phone and I'm like, oh, yeah, when your comic is ready, uh, I'll promote it and stuff. And that was for Heaven's Decoded. And I'm like, well, next time I'm going to get paid for this because that was a lot of work. And I already know how much work it takes to make a Kickstarter and all that, but that was insane. So, so like did, did you design his entire Kickstarter and so the Kickstarter page, um, the art stuff was 
Josh Harris, which is his artist that he had for the book. Mm -hmm. And so him and me were up like on Zoom. Actually, the meeting that we have after this <laughs> is about that. Oh, um, but uh, he, we were up for like hours, like two weekends in a row, trying to figure out um, how to make the Kickstarter page the right way and stuff. And like Josh never did his own Kickstarter. So I had to like teach him some things like this is what should be on the page and stuff. And he said, oh, okay. And then Ronnie, the creator of the comic, the writer, he was there, but sometimes. <laughs> but um, me and Josh were the ones that actually made the page because he was in like the middle of like a million other things. Like he had to move to Florida and a couple other things. So I understood that. But um, He was there, but he wasn't quite there. Yeah. So uh, next time, well, I think he could have waited a little longer um for like the kickstarter to like happen to launch mm -hmm. but he wanted to do it in april and i was like okay sure um sometimes like things just don't work out the way you want it to though like i wanted to launch our kickstarter last year for seer chronicles family matters and that's issues one and two which are still being worked on but it'll be done <laughs> before <laughs> Like summer and um it was gonna be july 5th and i don't i just picked that day because i thought that was gonna be fine but like the artist for issue two said i'm still on like four other books and i was like oh okay so we're gonna push it so it's now like it was in august and i'm like all right so it was just august i forgot the day august 5th i think instead of july and um it's like well now it's happening then so as long as i have like five pages for the comic just send those and then I'll make the Kickstarter. But now we have a whole guideline for any uh, Kickstarter that's under us or our own. Mm -hmm. uh, the, a comic has to be at least 80 to 90% done or 100% done. And then we're going to run the Kickstarter because I am tired of like waiting on getting the comic done so like backers can get it because I just want to move on to the next comic. <laughs> I just want to keep going. Yeah. Yeah, the the web store part of uh, what you said before, uh, that's kind of important so you can so you can sell shit. Because yeah, you want so, you, you to sell shit to people. Yeah, that's like the thing that a lot of creators wanted. Um, there's like a whole aspect that like the creators don't know about that, like why it's so much work. There's like taxes involved and shipping and there's people that are on a platform from like completely different countries. Like um, one dude's from Ireland. Uh, he filled the form out, the Google form for it. So I guess I'm going to figure out a printer for that. But um, then there's one dude that's in Argentina. So I'm just like, wow. but he's not doing it until the, ver the English versions of his comics are done. Cause he had English versions, but he's like re-editing all of his comics. And I was like, Oh, that's good. Yeah. Because like, I know some people that speak English, but I don't know a lot of people. So I, I don't know how to get your fan base, bud. Um, so once they fill out the Google form, we're going to start getting comics on the web store. And then we're going to launch it once we have 150 subscribers. We're probably going to have that in a couple weeks, hopefully. Um, I know some people that signed up for the got the one tier reward tier on heavens decoded they get a year of like nova nation which is that like 
Patreon-esque thing that we have on our platform. So uh, if you sign up for that, it's four ninety nine a month, and you can cancel anytime. It's like any subscription thing. Mm-hmm. But um, you get like exclusive stuff. Like you'll see clips from our video game. There's actually stuff on there that I don't post on social media, and I post a lot on social media. So there's uh, some clips from the video game uh, pictures. Like there's completely new stuff that nobody has seen besides like a very select few and uh, our comics. So like the progress of our comics, just like a Patreon. So I I just like the idea how it's like that. Picture of Dave and his brother arguing about a skyscraper and you (laughs) bombing yourself. I should do that. (laughs) (laughs) That should be just like the opening page. This is like... (laughs) Um, them, them pointing one thumb up and one thumb down on the skyscraper, <laughs> and you just face bombing. Yeah. Um, and then I thought he was gonna do a colored version of that logo, but I guess he's not doing that yet. It's it's like monochrome until the game actually comes out. I was like, ah, okay, that's fine, because I was looking forward to the colored version of the logo. But he's like, oh no, like because the A is gonna be like a mountain or something, and a couple other things gonna change. Uh, but yeah, I, <laughs> it took like two, three hours to like get that done. Now, what's the game going to be on? Is it going to be a mobile game or uh um, PC so it's, only? Uh, it's, I guess, PC only because it's going to be, uh, you have to go on our website in order to play the game. So it's going to be run through its own server. Um, and uh, there's gonna be a tab. It's gonna be. It's kind of like gonna open like an old Flash game, but it's definitely not. Does not look like an old Flash game. It's like GTA meets The Sims kind of game, but it's the background stories of our comics. So if you read our comics and you play the game, you have like an awesome experience. Um, you'll have an awesome experience either way. But like, I think if you read the comics and play the game, you just get more into the world. Because we're like super big on world building, and that's one of the reasons why we have a game. Um, if you just play the game, you'll know the background stories, and then you might get interested in the comics because you'll be like, "Oh, there's comics based off of this. That's cool." Um, there's going to be characters from the comics that are in the game, so like there's cops and stuff that are in the game that are in the story, but there's also in firefighters and stuff. But um, the background stories for there's gonna be like new updates every like two issues of the seer chronicles so there's 12 issues to the first plot arc of seer chronicles i wrote it all it it was long so (laughs) over over like 1200 pages um wow yeah so (laughs) issue one and two of the seer chronicles it's actually kind of cool that it's now going to come out in like august because the game is going to like come out in august so kind of like serves the purpose of like what I wanted to do in the first place. Um, so people can read the comics and then when the game comes out in October, hopefully it actually comes out when it's supposed to, um, you'll be able to play the game in like one of the back, uh, the there's two story paths that like people know of, but there's a third, but I'm not telling people. Um, so there's, uh, you place a firefighter or a cop and if you play as uh, the firefighter, you're like helping 
one of the main characters from the comics best friends so his like best friend firefighter guy um you help this rick guy trying to figure out the conspiracy behind why his friend died and that's basically what the Seer Chronicles is about. Like one of the stories in that, because it's a uh, giant graphic novel of stuff. Because um, it connects to this huge conspiracy thing. Um, and then if you play as a cop, there's a drug that you have to like stop in the city. And I did change the name of the drug just recently because I made the second story for the game, which won't be out until like two years or something, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'd like writing. So the drug is now the drug that we added to Ink 2, our tattoo artist character, because uh, a lot of people like that comic. So the second one is coming out next year because of that. And there's this whole organization that's in that, that's going to be part of the game. So that's cool. And that character is also going to be in the game. So. Yeah. So how many titles do you have now? Um, well, when they're done. Um, <laughs> there's, oh, uh, I'm, I'm just writing all of them, but none of them are done. <laughs> so there's the Seer Chronicles, and that's like the flagship one. Um, everything kind of connects into that, but like there's a way that I wrote it. So if you don't read that, which I, like, I feel bad for you if you don't read that. <laughs> um, it's not gold or anything, but it's just like, Everything connects, and it's just awesome. Um, Everything connects in 1,200 pages. <laughs> now over that, probably. <laughs> um, so content. Yeah. So there's uh, the Seer Chronicles, Inc., Scales. There's going to be <clears throat> one that comes out next year that I announced on like Indie Comics Dispatch or whatever uh, before anybody else. And this is the second time I'm mentioning it. Um, it's called Mittens, the Space Pilot. I've never written anything that didn't have a swear word in it until that comic. Um, the guy that actually did Heavens Decoded, Josh Harris, he's actually going to be the artist for it. And he already like signed on to do the three issues that I wrote of it. I already wrote like three issues of it. I'm not going to, it's not 1200 pages, but. Um. <laughs> okay, I like that one better already. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like the first sci fi thing I wrote. Um, and it's based off my girlfriend's like childhood cat, but the cat is kind of like Rocket Raccoon in a way. But I added like it, he he's not like a robot or anything, but um, he, it's an animal that talks basically. So that's like the little thing for that. Um, and that story actually connects into the like I'm putting that out already, but it actually does later connect into the story that's after the Seer Chronicles like trilogy thing. So that like 1200 page story, that story is going to connect to the story that's after that. So I think it's pretty cool. Um, so there's that. And there's uh, this one called Cyper, which is my green arrow type of character, except he's not green. He's like going to wear yellow and black or something. I don't know. <laughs> we'll figure out the colors. Um, and Dylan really wants that one done because uh, he just likes the character and like how I wrote it. Um, and I already wrote two, two or three issues of that. <laughs> um, then there's another one that's uh, based on a, my one of my friends, and 
he's not a boxer in real life, but like I made him a boxer because he always wanted to like box for some reason. Um, he's like a first I the original I rewrote the story like three different times. So well, so the actually four technically. So the first time I had this guy that wrote scales because I could just give him the plot description and then I'm like just run with it. So he wrote scales. He also wrote this uh, story, Brett Torts. That's his name. Um, I don't have like a superhero name for him yet or vigilante or whatever. And he, um, <clears throat> he's like a, the story that he wrote for him was kind of like fine until like I started reading issue two and three that he wrote. And I was like, I completely changed the character like since then. Cause he wrote it in like 2017 and it's now 2021. And I'm like, this is different. Like the character like evolved just in my head. I'm like, oh, this is not how I want this character to be anymore. So I rewrote it after he wrote all that. So I took bits and pieces from it, but um, I changed some of the stuff. And now there's this one dude that was on our one million, one of the million podcasts that we had. Ed, uh, I can't remember his last name. He's in the UK. Uh, Jowit, I think is his last name or something. And he's all for like not doing origin stories in the very beginning. And I'm like, oh, I really like that idea. So we kind of like took that and we're doing that with a bunch of our comics. Um, and that's one of them. The origin story is not the first story that you get. So you're going to like, there's kind of a mystery behind like, why is he the way he is? Like he has, uh, so I took a thing that's actually from the actual person that it's based off of. He has an anger issue. Um, so I, I wrote that in there. Um, he doesn't have like an alcohol type issue, but I, I gave him something kind of like that because it makes him interesting. <laughs> if he's got an anger issue and he drinks, it's that much better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wow, sounds like you're writing a book about me. Jeez. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, um, so there's uh, that, but like the first story is not really a superhero story. It's more like him. Actually, his whole like storyline that he has is more about just like finding control. So it's actually pretty cool. Like it's it's a superhero story, but it's not like huge action packed superhero stuff in the very beginning. Um, he's not like that for like a while. Cause just like how I wrote it. I'm like, oh, this is actually like different from how I wrote other ones. Um, because the first one, he's mostly just getting over like losing his family. Then it just branches off into like a million other things. Because that's also connected to another craft novel that I wrote. <laughs> so you, you basically wrote a big giant jigsaw puzzle that will eventually, many moons from now, all connect. Yeah, that's actually really cool. I might use that. I'm going to, like, can I use that quote for, like, a Kickstarter at some point? <laughs> I don't care. Go ahead. Yeah. I'll, I'll say <clears throat> that you said that. But, yeah, that's awesome. It's actually a really good, like, definition of what we're doing. Yeah, we're, like, into world building, like, a lot. So I can talk about it for, like, hours, but I don't, I'm not going to. But, yeah. That's because you're not Dylan. Yeah, I'm not I'll get his brother to like ask what I like about. <laughs> what do you like about this? Well, and it, it's it's funny because I bought 
I bought another uh, indie book, and the backup story from Demon Inc. is a whole bunch of the it's a whole bunch of these bad bunnies, like bad rabbits. And there's a running joke, and it's about it's about the writer and his friends when they were like teenagers. And there was a running joke about Dylan's mom. <laughs> Dylan's mom is basically Stifler, Stifler's mom from American Pie. <laughs> That's awesome. And oh man, and <clears throat> yeah, I'm like, dude. As soon as he told me that, I go. I go, I don't care what book you put that in. I'm buying that book. So I bought that book, but I bought the variant cover with the with the bad bunnies on the on it. <laughs> That's awesome. And it's 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 hilarious. I reckon I recommend that. I'm like, it's a great it's a the 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 main story is is really good too. Oh, that would I really that. I really dug it. It was good. So hilarious. There's all these books that are eventually coming out because you like to write. <laughs> How many books are available right now? Um, you could, if you sign up for nomination as a Sears supporter, um, you could read scales digitally. Um, I don't want to give physical copies to people yet because the backers have to get them first. I don't. I don't want them to get mad. Um, mm -hmm. I just feel that that would be like a wrong thing to do. There's also Chronicles so you, of Horror. What? You're gonna so you're gonna make physical copies available to supporters. Yes. On page, they get they get first dibs at buying everything, and then you put then you put everything what into into a Kickstarter or. Um. So. Yes. Um, so how like our new guidelines are for Kickstarter is like Novonation is going to be the thing that hopefully would one day fund so I don't have to pay my actual like my artist team through my paychecks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I want to leave my job. Um, so our like services and all the other stuff that we're going to provide is going to go for that well, a portion of it. Um, so yeah, Novonation is like the, the comics that you're gonna be able to see first. Those people would be able to get that before Kickstarter. But right now, because the Kickstarter came out before that even was a thing, um, I want the Kickstarter backers to get scales and Seer Chronicles before anybody else. Um, and then once the backers get their stuff, then the Novonation people can get that in the web store when that's actually set up. Um, there's also another book that's actually shipping, I think now, uh, Chronicles of Horror. It's our horror anthology that this guy uh, that I'm friends with, Matthew Myers, came up with. And he um, came out with a book called Down by Contact. I'm not into zombie stuff at all. I don't, I like literally told him, I was like, I like your, I, do you not like zombies or you do? Oh, I, I, I love horror stuff. So I love horror. But I, like this one, I think because I watched uh, Night of the Living Dead and I didn't like how it ended or something. And I was like, that's dumb. So I just don't like zombie stuff. I like Shaun of the Dead. That's hilarious. Like I, if I wrote a comic that was kind of like that, I would, I would do that. But I don't like zombie stuff. 
Um, even though when I did Fiverr, the first thing that somebody ever wanted from me was a zombie story. And I was like, Dylan, I need help because I don't like zombies. <laughs> um, so our so he created he wrote four stories for that horror anthology that's shipping now to uh, backers Chronicles of Horror, and the second issue is literally already started. Like the art is all, like almost done. Um, the first one that Kickstarter like kind of came out of nowhere last year because he's like, oh, I have an idea, and I was like, cool write the idea down and then like you do this, 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 and then we can make it a Kickstarter and stuff. And that like took a little longer than expected. But now that we have all those guidelines in place, um, the second one is like, like it would be shipped out as the Kickstarter is like done. Well, once it's funded and everything this year, it we're going to ship it out and then pay the art team or whatever. This is the first Kickstarter that, is going to be the second most that I asked for on a Kickstarter so far. Um, that that hopefully will fund. Um, the first one I ever did that failed was like ten thousand or something, and because I didn't know anything about Kickstarter, and I was like ten thousand dollars, I want it. <laughs> and it was funding like five different things, and it didn't make any sense. And someone like commented, I remember, and they're like, "What is this funding? Like startup?" And I'm like, "Oh, technically, but I'm retarded, so no." not actually <laughs> it's like we want to go to conventions and do this and this and it 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 failed i was like all right yeah i understand that um so most of the time we ask for like 1200 or something and we get that but uh this one it's like five thousand something it's like close to like five thousand something because we're actually paying the art teams um that are creating it. So like uh, my friend Hector, that's on Breakfast Talk and stuff, he's one of the artists for one of the story. I wrote two stories for that. So mm -hmm. Matt didn't write all of them this time. Um, Jason Webb from Skeletal Press, and uh, he has his own thing, uh, JWB or JBW Entertainment. Um, he wrote two stories as well. And one of them is kind of like a silent comic and it, it's actually pretty cool. It's called Split. This like giant kind of slasher character that's like chasing after someone in the woods, and it's like there's one word in the entire comic. It, it's awesome. Um, and then he did another one that's called Lurking, and it's like this creepy creature thing that's under a bed or something. Uh, my two stories, <laughs> one of them is messed up, and the other one is like kind of funny. So it's gonna be kind of weird to place it in the comic because this is all this like serious stuff and then you have this one that's like it's messed up but it's like really funny and then it goes back to like serious um there's uh the four stories that matt wrote because he wrote four stories but there's other one there's like eight in total uh he wrote one called the neighbors um and most of the artists and actually all the artists that are on the books basically except one um are from our platform so like we're it's kind of like a collaborative project thing that we started um so he has one called the neighbors one is called the loft which is like a sequel to down by contact i guess um i'm a zombie in that even though i don't i 
could care less. I don't. I don't like zombies. I don't like zombies. I hate The Walking Dead. So anyone that's watching this and doesn't like me after this, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I don't like that show. I just think it's not good. Um, except one episode in the entire show. I haven't seen all of the show, so I don't know. Because you don't like zombies. Yeah, but I I was forced to watch some of the episodes when I was at like a friend's house, and I'm just making fun of it the entire time. But this one episode, um, this little girl is oops, this little girl is thinking zombies are real people, and I'm like, that's actually a good episode for like this show. <laughs> Then I see another episode. It's like this teenage girl is complaining about drinking during an apocalypse. And I'm like, this would never happen in like real life. That, that, that's stupid. I'm not going to complain about, oh, should I drink? Who cares? We're all going to die. Shut yeah. up. Yeah. So he has the loft, the neighbors. Um, <laughs> the neighbors is like this goblin thing that attacks people. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be like a recurring character or anything. Then there's um, one called SciTech Technologies, and it's kind of like Christine, but like a modern day Christine. Mm -hmm. um, and then there is what's the other one? Shit. Is like a fourth one. I forgot what it was. Oh, Bullies. Um, and I think it's somehow based off of something that happened in his life. I feel like it takes place before a school shooting. It's very weird. So I'm like, <laughs> we have to place this in a way that it, and make it so it doesn't seem like that. Uh, that's messed up. But uh, mine are, one's called Bobby T and the other one is called The Painter. The Bobby T one is about uh, a killer turtle, but not like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. It's a turtle like an actual turtle, but there's actually going to be a short story based on him and <laughs> how he became how he is. Uh, and it's like a serial killer that's in the turtle, like that somehow got into a turtle. But <laughs> I wrote that. It was supposed to be a joke, but then I actually wrote it because Hector was coming up with the idea. And then I was like, well, now I'm going to write this. And I wrote it. And he's like, this is amazing. <laughs> it's murder turtle. <laughs> <It's brutal. laughs> and then uh the other one is the painter and that's like way more serious um and the artist for that is richard jones and he's awesome and he has like a reference to like beetlejuice in the gallery that they're in so that's cool um and our colorist is currently coloring that so whenever you're done with that but yeah so that's everything i have worked so that's gonna that's gonna be a big uh, project to get that all together and yeah um, anthologies are a lot like anyone that does an anthology I you have respect like for me <laughs> like uh, Cthulhu invades Oz like, oh Travis. yeah Travis that, wow like I don't I wouldn't do I don't think I would want fifty people to like take care of. Yeah, I'm like, oh. Because there's, there's people that I've worked with that, like, they're not, like, that into it or something. And I'm like, I don't want to deal with that again. So Yeah, I don't want to deal with anybody that's not into a project. Yeah. 
that's why my artist that I that is for ink and scales, he's now my artist for like everything. So he sent me the design for um my one main character that's in Seer Chronicles. And I'm like, this is exactly how I wanted this character from the very beginning. And he's like, oh, and I'm like, yeah. So like, I wish I like had you do all my comics in the very beginning, just because like, this is exactly how I wanted him to look. Cause how my first artist that I ever had for Seer Chronicles, his name was Ricardo. And he, the, the guy was kind of like, he kind of made him look first my description. I said, he look, has like an athletic build which means he's not like supposed to look like the thing and jacked. He's just supposed to be like fit. And he didn't understand that. Um, and then his facial structure kind of looks like a black guy in a way. And he's a white guy. So I was like, that looks weird. And then Dan, that is the artist for issue two, he took the same design and it kind of looks the same. And I'm just like, I'm going to do something so his, like, face, like, he gets, like, bashed or something. Just so, like, his face is fixed. <laughs> because it looks weird. And then when Ad Adam's going to, he's doing the art for issue one because I started issue two first. Because issue one already did come out originally. But, like, the new issue one is, like, so much better. And, um. Remastered. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> my friends from Catalyst Comic Studio were, like, Aaron's, like, you didn't have to like remaster it now. Like, oh, I wanted it to read. How bad was the first, like the original one? I'm like, oh, it wasn't that bad because I guess people liked it. It's just like, I didn't like it. And I wanted to, he's like, well, it shows growth. And I'm like, I get that. But like, I just wanted it remastered. So the story was there in the beginning. So it's just, there's 20 more pages than the original one. And it's, it's just so much better. And so he's going to do issue one and then he's going to do all the other comics for our superhero stuff for a very long time. Now about how many pages are you looking at for that, uh, anthology? Uh, I think it's 36, I think. Yeah, I think it's 36. So, it, and then it's four pages because of the cover. So it's technically 40, I guess. Um, yeah. So, Actually, I think there's more pages because of there's like a page in between each story where like the host, because like Tales of the Crypt kind of thing, mm -hmm. um, he talks to the reader or something. Uh, we made it like there's like a credits page, but like we have a whole like TV theme. Like it's like Twilight Zone meets something else. I forgot what it was. And uh, we're running with that whole theme for this issue. The first one was more just like getting it out there to see like if people want it and like 60 something people wanted it so that's cool um this one i like better just because like it's more put together and like it's probably gonna be like way more than 30 something pages because of that yeah um we have to go over that again because we didn't like we did the math but we didn't do the math and i didn't create a kickstarter page yet so it's fine but, meeting yeah, <laughs> three hour no Dylan's not a part <laughs> oh so you'd be able to get through it pretty quick <laughs> yeah. what don't you like about this so um, yeah so it's going to be probably more than 36 or 38 pages or whatever because we have to add those little there's like a couple pages that we have to add of him like talking to the reader and being like oh 
up next or whatever or whatever we're doing. I think we're doing it on the TV, so it's just a TV because he's like it continues off of the first one. Um, he walks inside his, into his house and then he's like sitting down in the chair and he's gonna start watching TV. All the comics that you read are like gonna be shows and stuff that he'll be watching. So I can't wait for that. <clears throat> so probably closer to fifty or sixty pages. Uh, probably like fifty something. Maybe fifty. I think I don't, I forgot how we were doing that. I have to like look at the document that we wrote about that. Fifty-two. I don't know. And you can. Well, I'm just saying you can. You can turn around and you know market it as as the new fifty-two. And uh, <laughs> yeah, or like maybe it's forty something. I don't know because it's like. Originally 38, but then we have to add like some pages in. So, and then the credits page is now going to be at the end of the whole story. So it's like a credits. Um, yeah. And doing that, are you doing a like a, a thank you page for the for the baggers too? That too. Yeah. So there's another page. Um, Damn it! You added another page to my book. I'm done with you. <laughs> um, yeah, there's that. And then there's might be a page on our website for the Kickstarters. Anytime someone backs that, their name would be on that page. I think I'm doing that. I did that for one Kickstarter, but then it's not like anybody really looks at that. So, <laughs> um, social media shout out is really annoying. I, I offer that in every Kickstarter. It's just like I don't know. I want to keep offering that. I I did like backer shout outs in like breakfast talk last week. And mm -hmm. now we have to do it for Chronicles of Horror issue one. And I was just listing off names. And I took all of that out when I edited the video because like Hector and Dylan were like, I didn't, I, I was paying attention to the Kickstarter page. I didn't see what they were doing. So they're like getting off of the camera screen and they were doing this. And then they're like in the comments, like doing Jeopardy sounds and stuff. And I'm like, Okay. I'm just listing off names, trying not to butcher people's names. I'm like, you guys have terrible ass names. Like, just have easier names to say. So then I just made a video. Uh, I made a clip of all of the backer names, and like it just scrolls as like I don't even say it. It just like plays like music or whatever, and it just shows all the names. Like I'm just gonna do that. Like a credits page. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> It was just easier than I don't think people want to watch five minutes of me saying names. So I was like, yeah, I'm not going to do that again. It's like, and then thank you too. Yeah, literally what I did. Cause I was just like, I'm not doing that again. <laughs> well, you have a lot of content. And uh, a lot of talking points with Daryl. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Um, and uh, this big meeting after this. Yeah. Trying to get through all that stuff. It's more just like for uh, reward surveys, because like he, uh, Ronnie didn't he wanted to do them and I like, don't touch them yet because even though it's his Kickstarter, but like I was like running it and I'm like, I, I like, I don't want something messed up. 
Um, so they're working on that right now, but uh, I I have to like there's a certain question there's certain questions I have to ask because one of the tiers was to sign up for nomination, and I need like someone's email address and like something like their name that they want for the website, mm -hmm. so I can sign them up. Because um, that's <clears throat> not going to that's going to be annoying if like they mess that up because once you send the survey you can't like change it yeah it's just there yeah which i wish they could like fix that somehow. i get like why you can't edit it but it's gonna be like something that they can do you should be able to but yeah and I said, for anybody's address, make sure to check the box that people can like change their address because like I'm moving, so I'm gonna have to change my address when I fill it out. So yeah. when when's the next uh, the next Kickstarter launches? Uh, you've got one in August, but that's not yours. That's somebody else's, right? Oh no, that's mine. Uh, the one is in it, August is uh, the video game. So, oh, okay. Yeah, that's my, I can't wait for that. <laughs> um, the page is, I wish I had the page to share, but I don't have it yet because actually, what the Josh guy that's um, in that meeting next, uh, he's helping me like create the Kickstarter page, like the art. So, I don't know how to do that stuff. Um, so, he's making all the graphics and stuff for the stretch goals and all that stuff. I still have to come up with backer goals. I did ask people what you would want as a backer goal. I already had a bunch of stuff that people mentioned already. And I was like, oh, I guess I'm on the right, going the right direction with that. Um, a couple, the stretch goals that I do have are, one is a whole other city in the game. Cause in the video game that you start off in, you're in Seer City, but there's a city that I'm actually building cause I'm learning Blender and all that stuff. Um, and my friend Scott's the one that's developing the game, but I'm currently learning Unity, or going to be very soon, so I can actually build the other city that I have to build, and that's for our tattoo artist character, Ink. And the city is smaller, but it's still, you have to build it, and it takes a while to do. Um, that's like $10,000. Like, if we hit the $10,000 mark, because our Original goal is $6,100, which actually not a lot for a video game. Most people like market at like 20000 but mm -hmm. we did the math, and it, yeah, it came up to that. So I was like, oh, that's awesome. Um, the, after, the first stretch goal is um, not another city. I forgot what it was. Another, oh, like an alternate storyline or something, and that's with the cop. Um, I have a character. Oh. There's another comic that will be coming out at some point, uh, and it's a one-shot, but it does – it's connected to all the other stuff. Um, Why wouldn't it be? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's based on this serial killer comp, uh, character that I have, and he he's like in – he's in the first issue. I'm not going to tell people where, but he's in the first issue of Seer Chronicles, and then you won't see him for a while. He has his own one-shot comic that I wrote, or I'm almost done writing. Um, I got really paranoid because I was, like, doing research. So, 
<laughs> so at work, because I'm a security guard, I don't do anything. I just watch shows and stuff. Um, a guy that I I work with told me about this channel that exists. I didn't know. I don't have cable. I just have like streaming stuff. And he's like, oh, yeah, there's this whole channel that has like crime serial killer stuff on it. I was like, okay. And he's like, yeah, investigation discovery. I'm like, okay. And I just started watching that and I'm like, oh, now I'm really paranoid. <laughs> so I watched so much of that. I, I rewatched Dexter and I'm like, oh, awesome. Um, and then I'm like, then I'm like, oh, well, I watched, I watched all that stuff. I can't copy any of that stuff, except I watched something about BTK and, um, that piece of shit stole my ideas. <laughs> Not the like torture part, but, um, so my serial killer character kind of does what he did. So he, um, wrote, I think he, he wrote what he did to people. Or he drew it or something. I, my character, not me, my character um, writes what he's going to do to people. And then he does it because his name is the storyteller. So, uh, yeah. So you're, you're at work uh, researching all this stuff. And every little sound you hear, you're <laughs> getting your head on the swivel. Yeah. Um, well, the building is kind of weird that I work in and, uh, there's a certain floor I don't like in that building. It's like the third floor. It just, it's quite creepy. I mean, it's like a weird vibe. I can watch horror movies and stuff all the time. It does not even serial killer related. It's just like weird. And I was watching the movie Insidious and I only saw the first one and the creature thing that's in that I saw like for a brief second. Cause this is the same thing that happened with uh, the exorcist the one time I saw that. And uh, so like when I'm opening a door and before the light turns on, there's the, it's dark for a real quick second. So I saw that for like five seconds. And I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but when I, well, the first time I saw the exorcist, the thing that pops up for like 10 seconds, the demon thing. Um, when I was opening the fridge, at my mom's house like years ago i opened it and it's dark before the light turns on i mm. saw the face and i was like what the? and then i closed the fridge so. yeah because the image is burned into your mind so you open it up <laughs> yeah. and it just flashes in front of you i can watch like friday the 13th and all that stuff and i <coughs> just like weird little things and just children little children in like horror movies are creepy like uh uh Poltergeist on Street or um, The Shining. Oh, yeah, the two kids. Yeah, they're just creepy. Well, I got a kid, and uh, little kids are creepy. <laughs> <laughs> My daughter was a uh, was little, little. Uh, she would have like this horrific cry. And then she would projectile vomit like 30 feet. Ew. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I bought like two shop vacs. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, no. No. I'm like, Linda Blair's got nothing on you. I'm like, geez. 
<clears throat> I was going to start writing more stuff uh, last night at work because what else am I going to do? I was going to write the, uh, another story for the video game for the second round of the video game because there's going to be like each two stories, there's going to be another update to the game. There'll be like little updates here and there, but there's going to be like major like story updates as the Seer Chronicles and other stories are going to progress. And um, I was going to start writing that, and then I was like just dead tired yesterday. So I was like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to just watch a show or something. But I was going to start like just writing horror stuff too. And then I'm like, mm -hmm. ah, I don't feel like doing that right now. Because I do want to write just horror comics at some point, not have anything connected to our other stuff, just like write other stuff. So, every once in a while, you just want to write something that's not connected in some yeah. way <laughs> to the, to the Seer Chronicles. Yeah. And that big giant jigsaw puzzle that it is. <laughs> So this whole thing works four ninety nine a month. Become a supporter. You can uh, you can read some some of the early books online. You'll get notifications of and and updates. Yeah, and you, you've got to work in just like a like a Patreon supporter, but it's it's all yeah. through you guys. Yeah, there's a nobody has like signed up for Nova Nation yet, so that's what all they're going to because the one Kickstarter. But um, we're gonna have a separate uh, newsletter for those people, mm -hmm. so they'll get special rewards and whatever. Um, you have like there's an annual coupon that they're gonna get for our indie store, which has like merch from us and other creators that are on there. More people have to give me designs to make shirts and stuff. Um, there is a free version of our website, which I'm totally fine with people sign up that way too, because we just have to get 150 subscribers so we can like unlock that web store. Dylan is trying to like make me slow down on that because he still has to build it out. <laughs> and like we're only five people away. So if people can get to 150 before he is back in a meeting with me next week, that'd be hilarious. But, um, uh, well, Dylan, Greg said if you would shut up long enough to build that web store, it would be great. <laughs> yeah, he knows that I say that he goes on tangents a lot. So, um, yeah, we we just need like five more people, and um, then we can like unlock that. The hardest part about that was like trying to figure out the taxes and the shipping stuff, which we still have to do, but. Um, mm -hmm. And then I have to add all of the comics to it. He added just one to see if it would work. And he added scales, but it's not going to be available until the Kickstarter people get their stuff. Because I would like them to get their stuff first. That would be nice. Yeah. Because there's, there's, there's usually uh, so much of a wait between the end of the... Uh, crowdfunder and when people start you know getting their books in yeah that's one of the reasons why i wanted to do that guideline thing now is um as long as it's like 90 percent done and it'd be like the lettering which the letterer is super fast the guy that i have jerome so mm -hmm. he could get something done quick 
um, then we would have to edit to see if there's like anything wrong. Like we did for scales, he wrote the wrong John, but I think that was my problem. Like it was me or Dylan that wrote the way John was spelled in um, scales and it's a different John. It's not the same one main character from the other story, but uh, Jonathan is spelled differently in that story. And he wrote John like J O H N and then like, this girl's like screaming it. So yeah, I was like, oh, well that has to get changed, but <laughs> you know, okay. And then he had to change some of the dialogue around because how the panels were laid out, um, which was probably an hour part. Uh, there was too much dialogue. That was probably my fault actually, or Dave's fault, the guy that wrote it. But I was like, oh, next time. And I wrote the second issue of Scales. So, like, he wrote the first. I, I told him, like, your story is so much different than what I wrote now, how it all connects, that I'm still going to pay you for, like, all the work that you have done as mm -hmm. we get to each issue. But I'm not I'm not going to go with yours just because, like, his was more of origin story, and the first, like, three were, like, origins, and we're not going to do it that way anymore. Um, so the second one, like, starts off with, like, 20 years later or something 10 or 20 years later because the scales one starts in like 2004 or whatever and then flash forwards the second one it's going to be like he's 30 years old or whatever good stuff yeah so how long have you guys been working on the game uh, it's like Three or four years. Oh, yeah. Building a city, like I said, I kept saying to my friend Scott that's building it. I'm like, I know it's annoying that we need certain locations because, like, we we use certain locations in our comics um, for continuity purposes from the game and mm -hmm. vice versa. Um, Dan changed the look of um, the one restaurant that's, like, kind of important in the story so we're going to take his version of that and we're going to put it in the game it's like way more simpler it's not all like patio and stuff like what scott got so we're going to just do that and um like an alleyway that has to get moved a little because of that but whatever um so yeah it took like three or four years and i said i know it's annoying but like once the city is built then all we have to do is like add little things here and there and that's it. Like you're not gonna have to build a whole other city. Well, he's gonna have to build another city, but that's not for a while. Um, and he's gonna help me figure out how to build the one for ink, but I wanna actually do it myself mostly. I just wanna learn. Um, and while I was mapping out our like world map, um, which is not, it's not called Earth by the way. It's like the name of the game is based off of the work the world the planet name that it is because eventually in the future once the jigsaw puzzle is like done um there's gonna be in multiple countries you'll be able to go to and all that other stuff so cool yeah so you got a you get a lot of stuff going on and uh you're bored and want to quit your job and you want dylan to talk less so he can get more shit done yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> you hear that, Dylan? Why did you end up in the back of somebody's comic with jokes about your mom or something? <laughs> it's a different Dylan. Relax. <laughs> hearing i heard that guy talking about my mom would be a whole new dylan tangent <laughs> breakfast talk we actually have a creator drop-in thing this sunday for breakfast talk so if somebody has a topic they want to talk about there's like two or three people that do they can pop we're like we'll send them the link and then you can talk about whatever the topic is if it's uh, pop culture, like indie related, and then we'll kick you out like a little after that. Indie Comics Dispatch did that, but it was mostly for people's campaigns or whatever they had going on. This is more about like just a topic of some sort. So if you want to talk about the new Batman or whatever, you can come in and talk about that. And then we'll talk a little about that. Hopefully, Dylan doesn't talk forever. And then we'll kick that person out and then we'll go to the next thing. <laughs> Now are you I are you running the whole the whole thing when when you guys go live you're producing the show too? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, yeah, we do it through Streamyard just like this. But yeah. um, <clears throat> we, I have another I have another idea I want to do in the future that I told Hector about. I didn't tell Dylan yet, but I think we're gonna need to use OBS just because like what I want to do. Um, I'll talk about more about that when we get closer to that. It'll probably be like episode 20 or something like that for breakfast though. Yeah, I tried. I tried OBS and I was like, man, I'm not smart enough with computer stuff. To I was overthinking stuff. it because I streamed a game like a month or something ago. And I was like, oh, wow. I was like way overthinking this. All you do is like make a game capture thing and then put the game on and that was it but i was thinking like there was like so many things to do with that i tried but it it just it didn't it didn't work for some reason i don't know why yeah so uh i don't because we originally used ops for our sierra nova podcast um in the very beginning from like episode zero to like Actually, episode zero was like through my phone or his phone, and then like I was like, "Well, I'm not doing that again because like the resolution's like 4K, and that was weird." Um, so episode one until like 20 or something like that, and then we used uh, so we had to use Google Hangouts and OBS, and I I hated that. Plus, Hangouts like was super glitchy. Then Streamyard mm -hmm. became a thing, so that's cool. But we've been using Zoom. But once Sirenova podcast comes back, because it's just like I'm catching up on episodes with that um, from our virtual Comic Con last year, uh, we're, we go up to episode 89, and we're right now on 70. Yeah, 71 is going to be next week, and 70 was Chuck. I don't know if 71 has Chuck either, but um, yeah, so. There's a lot of podcasts, and um, we're going to do the virtual Comic-Con again, but I'm not going to, like, I learned from my mistakes from last year. <laughs> I don't know if you watched any of that, but I was on for three days straight, and I 
I, I was so tired. <laughs> and then people were like, dude, like, if you needed help, you could have asked. And I was like, I didn't. It was like sort of last minute in a way because Dylan was saying that we first were going to just make it. Um, it's like, yeah, well, you were saying it was going to be like not three-day event thing. And I'm like, yeah. And then I changed my mind. <laughs> but now that we actually know what it is, it actually is um this year it's gonna be around the same time like in november like mm -hmm. thanksgiving time but i'm not gonna be the only person that's gonna be talking like I, I can't talk that much this is the most i think i talked on a podcast because you actually asked me questions about things that i actually enjoy <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, once you if people start talking about my my comics, I'm gonna like bring that up and not shut up about it. So, yeah, people can hear me go on and on about that. My jigsaw puzzle. Um, the Comic Con I think is still gonna be three days because I was saying in our group message it probably won't be three days. And Dylan's like, "Why not?" I'm like, "You weren't on the full three days. You don't know how exhausting." <laughs> you were on for parts of it. like one of the days he was on like the entire time. Um, if I do the same thing we did on the third day, which was like, we were drinking, I would actually drink. Like I was drinking, but I wasn't drinking, drinking. Like I don't, I rarely drink. So, um, I want to actually get drunk so people can actually see me like that. Not to a point of like, I can be really annoying, but that's what I was trying to do last year and it didn't work. So, yeah. You don't want to be falling out of a chair drunk. You just no. Want I don't want to break my chair. No, I'll, I'll break just, myself before my chair. Yeah, um, you, you just want to feel no pain and Dylan going on tangents doesn't bother yeah. you anymore. Kind of <laughs> drunk. <laughs> yeah, um, I was drinking some drink that Hector told me to get uh, rum chata, and it it was okay until like a couple drinks like a couple shots later of it. And I was like, this tastes weird. Um, I can't drink like I had a giant bottle of it. I'm like, I don't want to keep drinking that. Um, so I just gave it to my mom or something. And I think she just threw it away. <laughs> um, you need a glass. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I was drinking like Mackenzie's hard cider. And then it was like the pumpkin Jack one. Ooh. I drank four of those. And I, rarely drink and i thought that would have done it and it didn't do anything and i was like come on hector was drunk when we were so those two episodes are actually in nova nation so if you want to see him drunk and try to draw you can sign up for <laughs> nova nation and see that uh he was he said he couldn't draw but he still was drawing like fine he drew a person that was on, and uh, he was trying to draw a red panda, and it looked like a red panda, so I don't get why he was thinking it looked like shit, but I thought it looked fine. But he drank, like, two or three giant, I don't know, 20s, 40s of Guinness, and I was like, that's a lot of drink, and um, I think you he drank did how many of them? Two, one. That's it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't what a, what a lightweight. <laughs> and then Hector, uh, not Hector, uh, Dylan was drinking some whiskey thing, but he wasn't drunk. I've never seen him drunk, so I don't. But uh, well, I was Dylan, trying to, Dylan I gets was points trying. just for drinking whiskey, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but this year, if we do that again, 
I'm gonna try to actually be drunk, but not to a like obnoxious point. Well, I, you know, I live on a fixed income because of being disabled and everything. So, you know, I don't get to drink good stuff like Guinness anymore. Uh, once in a while, I go by my old, old, old job and they'll see me and the manager will come over and give me a free drink card so I can order like a free drink. I'm like, oh, good. Give me a Guinness. And the bartender will hand me my Guinness and she'll turn around and put the, you know, ring it in with the drink card on the register and she'll turn back around and my glass will already be empty on the, on the, on the bar. Oh yeah. Like I'm not like really, like I don't really drink, but um, I'm not really into beer, but I, I went somewhere in Vermont with Dylan and his dad like two years ago or something. We went to like just independent kind of like breweries, like, whatever IPA type things and uh whatever beer I had when I was in Vermont those were good like all the stuff that I had because they actually know about beer and what's good and what's good, not good beer yeah yeah um, like micro brews and stuff yeah there's uh like I had one that's in some bar there that was duff beer like after the Simpsons I was like that's <laughs> actually really good I'm like I I said to the bartender I'm like I I don't like beer she's like oh just try this and i drank it and i was like that's okay um we went to citizen cider i like hard cider more than beer that was okay except we didn't stay long because the service there is terrible <laughs> sorry if anybody's watching this and works there but you're not good at your job um <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so I don't really drink that much, but I like that. Uh, I had a couple of couple of women I know that I'm friends with that uh, used to come and visit me once in a while, and uh, they used to bring like uh, goodie bags oh. filled filled with little nips of peanut butter whiskey. And I can't remember the new the the brand name of it, but oh my god, <laughs> there was, was that. that was that so good? And of course, they put like a little bottle, a little nip bottle of Chambord in there, so you can make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Oh wow! Yeah, uh, oh. but I I found out that, that peanut butter whiskey, uh, a big bottle of it is like really pricey so but if one of my thor keys that's up uh from the jason aaron run sells i'm definitely buying a big bottle of that because uh that stuff is so good in a cup of coffee that'd be cool yeah i so i'm like there was mm. a beer that i drank at someone one one of my friend's birthdays like years ago and uh apparently people laugh anytime i mention it uh i like utica club i guess that's a really old beer and people are like you like that i was like i don't yeah it's okay and they're like that's like really old i'm like oh okay it's like one of the first ones made I was like oh okay i don't care about that it doesn't taste <laughs> like hot garbage so like the first beer i ever had 
because I I've never drank until 21. Like literally, um, I would. It was my birthday, but I still had to work. And I got home. My mom was like, "Oh, you want to try beer?" And the only beer that she had was Coors Light. And ooh, so drank a sip of that, and then I dumped the rest in the sink. And I was like, "I just wasted the beer, but I don't care because this is disgusting. This tastes like death." She's like, "No, it doesn't." I'm like, yeah, it does. Maybe that's why I don't like beer. I don't know. But hey, I used to drink that. Ugh. Uh, but but because I'm I'm poor now, like if I if I if I buy beer, it, it it's usually like natty ice. It was like you drinking natty ice. What are you in college? I go no, but it's got a it's got a one it's got a higher alcohol content. I go and two, it was like ten bucks for a thirty pack. So oh. The problem yeah. is, is, is uh, now because I'm on like a bunch, I'm on a lot of meds for my medical problems, but uh, I'm, I'm diabetic too. So the beer makes me thirst, thirsty, like thirsty, like you were eating salty peanuts off of from the bar, thirsty. So I'm like, so before I know it, I've, I've gone through like you know, pretty much half a thirty pack. And like one sitting, and I'm like, "This is bad." I have to talk on the microphone. <laughs> and I was a DJ for thirty years. Uh-oh. Yeah, I was when I in strip clubs. So <laughs> I my 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 strip club DJ voice comes out, and I'm like really obnoxious and. Um. The first apartment I ever had by myself uh, a couple of years ago, I tried drinking on my own. I can't do that. I don't know how people can do that. Uh, I can't social. I have to like socially be around like friends or something to do it. Mm-hmm. I tried drinking by myself and I just felt weird. I'm like, I don't know how people can do this. So I just got rid of it. I got rid of like the, whatever drinks my friends gave me. And I'm like, you guys can just have this back. I'm not going to like drink it. <laughs> like, oh. Um, speaking of like drinks and all that stuff in our video game is <laughs> drinking in the game I like it already um, so the, there's uh, we, we asked people for like fake company names or whatever so there's like soda companies and all that other stuff we're actually making uh, two sodas for the Kickstarter but like when you send the Kickstarter for review I just learned this you can't mention anything about food beverage any of that kind of stuff um, or they won't accept it. So I was like, oh, so for like a backer goal or something, I'm going to give that to some people. Like there'll be a certain tier or whatever that they're going to have to do. Then they'll be able to get one of those sodas or whatever. So uh, that's going to be a thing. It's going to be part of it. Because you could just like create the design for the logo, which I already have, and then import it into, I think it's Jones Soda, and then you just make whatever flavor you want for that. Dylan's thinking the there's Euphoria Fizz and then there's um, Cray Cola. So Cray Cola is like Coca Cola. So there'll be like that one, and then Euphoria Fizz. He's thinking is more like Sprite. So we're gonna have like a Sprite type thing. <coughs> now, now I have to ask because you brought the soda thing up. When you ship the sodas, what are you gonna do to make sure that the soda does not explode? During shipping all over the 
the rest of their stuff. Um, so we're we're gonna send like uh, any physical stuff that we do have. Like I'm probably gonna make a poster or something because not me personally, but I could hire somebody. Uh, there's gonna be there's comics and probably posters or whatever in the add-on section of the Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. And um, that will all be shipped separately. That's not going to be touched by the soda stuff. Any The soda stuff is going to be uh, shipped through the Jones Soda place. Like if I, there's like five people that get it, I'll send the however many come in a pack thing to those people. Like each, if I had to put their address in separately each time, I'll do that. But I'm not going to, um, and I'm probably going to get one because I just think it's a really cool idea. But and I don't even drink soda, um, and I'm going to do it that way because yeah, I don't want the, I don't want. Uh, I I live on a main street and I hate it. Um, oh, I thought that was Dylan. I want a truck. <laughs> yeah, he drove eleven hours or however far away Nashville is. Um. Yeah, so I'm I'm not shipping the comics or anything with the soda because I understand that that would be stupid. Yeah, yeah, because <clears throat> I went to a coma and all my friends and family packed up all all our stuff from the uh, from the house we were renting, and apparently I had like a half a twelve pack of Dr Pepper. And instead of like either taking and drinking it themselves or just throwing it out, they packed it in with my stuff that had been in storage for five years uh, outside one of those big cube things. It was actually at my friend's house and put like 90% of my stuff in storage, um, except for furniture, which went to an actual storage place. And of course, the soda exploded and exploded over a box of action figures, destroying like the cards of all the action figures. And they were like, you know, limited edition ones from from Marvel from about almost twenty years ago. the The old M two line that uh, Peter's daughter came out of, and one of Wolverine's many children and and Cap's daughter and, and and Wasp's daughter and I'm like okay so I I I put them up for you know ten bucks a piece. <laughs> I sold like three of them so far. I'm like thank God I just want to get rid of these. I can't I can't stand looking at you know something that's like that. And I got like about 30 cases of figures like packed up in a corner over here. Like full like you know dc marvel star wars stuff i don't give a crap about that just like kind of like thrown in a box over there <laughs> that sucks but yeah um, i'm not gonna ship the soda with the comics that I, I wouldn't do that yeah no. that's if somebody gets an add-on of that um but yeah i wouldn't do that yeah i remember uh Graham Nolan's last Kickstarter, he uh, he made a beer for the Chanel and like two different kinds. But you actually had to go to the microbrewery, bar, restaurant, pub 
in upstate New York within driving range and meet Graham and he would give you your beers there. That's a really cool idea. Maybe we're going to do that because we have alcohol um, Mm -hmm. things and all that stuff too. Um, Maybe uh, one day. Yeah. Because I was talking to uh, Chuck about because he came up with a name for uh, a whiskey, I think. And I was like, yeah, what's the name? And I'll make it a cannon in our jigsaw puzzle. And he's like, um, I think it's like four star something like that. I, I forgot what it is. Something with whiskey in it. I was like, okay, so that, that's the name now. So, <laughs> yeah, there's a tequila. I don't know how to do that, so I'm, I'm not going to make that. But, um, yeah. Was that Chuck Pinot? Yeah. Chuck Pinot, who posts sayings like, I take dick pics because the camera adds 10 pounds. (laughs) (laughs) He was, he was one of my first guests when I first started doing this like over a year ago. And, uh, he had edited a book that, uh, Ebass had done the art on. And he's like a huge, like, ah, fan of Ebass. So uh, he got he got like all excited and you know wet his panties a little bit or something. But uh, so you go, so he, he brought up he brought up Ebass. I go, oh Ebass, and I reach I reach next to my reach next to my desk and I pull up like this big box with a whole bunch of. Ebass painted uh, signed prints in it. He's like, and then it just turned into a geek fest where we were just pulling stuff out and be like, Look! <laughs> <laughs> so it it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah. He's he's a lot of fun to talk to because he's a hot shit, but. <laughs> So uh, I know you get this this meeting to take care of something else. Yeah. So uh, why don't you let everybody know uh, where they can follow you and where they can find everything to do with uh, Seer Comics. Um, so if you want to become a Seer supporter, go to seernovacomics.com slash nova dash nation. Uh, I'm probably going to take the dash out or something. That's weird. And for $4.99 a month, you can become a Seer supporter and get all the exclusive stuff that we have to offer. Um, if you want to be a basic a basic subscriber, you can just go to Seer Nova Comics and then sign up for free. And you'll get free indie comics to read that are from us and from other people. Um, if we hit 150 subscribers, we get that web store that we're making unlocked. It's done soon. Um, <laughs> and then if you want to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, it's Seer Nova Comics. So, yeah. And Pinterest. And even though I rarely use that, we have people that actually pin our stuff on there. So that's funny. I used to, back when Outright Geekery had their, had their website up and running before we blew it up because we got too big. And <laughs> the CEO thought he could uh, fix the problems we were having with it because he's an IT guy, and instead he he actually blew up the site, and oh. it 
completely degraded and we've lost like six years worth of stuff. That sucks. Luckily, I back up all the stories that I wrote. And then I bought a video camera and said, fuck this typing shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, and if you have a Kickstarter campaign, uh, you can email me at greg at indiecomicsdispatch.com. And yes, I don't think there's a web mail in that. And then I'll send you questions for your campaign and then they'll be on any comics dispatch for an interview for that. Uh, yeah. Fun stuff. And, uh, what's your next podcast coming up? Breakfast um, talk tomorrow or uh, this weekend? Yeah. Sunday. So, um, there's breakfast talk slash like the brunch bulletin. We get those two done at the same time, but mm-hmm. the breakfast talk things a creator drop in. So that's at 3 PM Eastern. Um, so if we're going to send the link to anybody that wants to be like in, we'll probably have like one or two people in at a time, depending on how it goes. I don't know how it's going to go. Um, we didn't have like any viewers last time, really. We had like two and then that was it. You said like bacon. I think it was that episode. You said bacon and then. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, all right. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, it depends like how it goes. If if like people don't show up, that's fine. Like we can still talk about stuff that we want to talk about. But uh, we're trying to make that shorter because there's like the brunch bulletin thing that we still have to do after that. So it's not gonna be like super long. If it goes like an hour or something, then I'll just make it like a two part episode, which I've done in the past. We talk about Mortal Kombat, and that is what sparked another podcast that we're creating this the Smo Talk thing, which is. So it's going to be a podcast, but it's not really. It's just like a certain uh, topic is discussed by one of us, like separately. So, yeah. But not Dylan. He he can, because like, he talked about Mortal Kombat for a while. So, um, <laughs> I'm like, I play the games, but not all of them. But wow. So, um, describe a while. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, ep- that episode lasted like. Three days, no. <laughs> like th- almost three hours, maybe two hours. Two. It was like two hours and like forty minutes, and I had to edit some out uh, because it just didn't. There was nothing that we were talking about that was relevant. So yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna try to limit it. The last episode we just did was actually pretty fast. I don't know how we did it so fast. We still have to be like better at. Um, telling people to like click the like button and stuff, but we're still getting used to that. Yeah. Like, like I didn't say that here at all. Yeah. Um, I watch enough YouTube videos that I know, like, that's how a lot of people start that now. Like, oh, sm- smash the like button or whatever and uh, hit the subscribe button. Wait, I, ju- I just always forget about that because I just want to start the episode. I need to, I need to figure out how to, how to, loop and edit it all the uh the animated uh clear background uh gifs or whatever you use to uh to yeah. put all that there's up like on the screen over, yeah there's like overlays and stuff that you can do yeah I'm, I'm like i don't have enough time to do all that stuff like i can edit the five podcasts that we have i don't want to mm-hmm. 
because I was trying to look for somebody to do that, but I'm busy writing a jigsaw puzzle, so. <laughs> you know, I'm just like, yeah, they're like, do you edit your shows? I'm like, <laughs> edit my shows. And all I could think of was that that meme uh, with the with the guy drinking, like from the 60s. It says, and it says, chase you. Bitch, I don't even chase my drinks. <laughs> yeah, uh, the Nova Files podcast that we have, I literally just put the intro that I made in front of it and then there there's the intro after that of like or whatever yeah i think it's that intro and then it's like i'm peter from medallion comics and then whoever else is part of that and then the discussion starts and then i cut in half because usually one recording of that is two episodes because mm -hmm. it talks about enough stuff that like the one of the last episodes that was just made was um shows that are toyetic and I was like, oh, that's a really good topic. So that was one show. And then there was a whole other episode of like uh, Lord of the Rings extended editions and stuff, which I've watched a million times. I've watched Lord of the Rings, but somehow never saw those until recently. And then we were talking about that. Lots of fun stuff. Yeah. So uh, I want to thank you for coming and hanging out and uh, let you rush to your, to your next meeting and... Uh, this this will also be up on uh, my uh, my podcast platform later on, which of course you can get anywhere you get podcasts from. Even though I upload to ageofradio.org, which apparently all our shows are sponsored by the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0. <laughs> <Woo -hoo! laughs> which you know, every time I hear that, all I can think is. Man, I should look in my closet to see if I can find my old T-shirt that says, I shaved my balls for this. <laughs> and just wear that shirt like next time I have check on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, thanks once again. Uh, everything. But the puzzle sounds very intriguing. Yeah. Uh, the, the video games. Sounds cool. I'll definitely want to uh, get in on that and uh, and and check that out because uh, I need to play something new. Because you know, yeah. I usually if I play anything, it's like you know a D and D yeah. kind of. You know, it's just a really cool way to get people to actually go onto our website. Like, there's people that go on it, but like it, that, I think will bring a lot more people. Yeah, it's like uh, you know, it may it made me think. Way back when, when they had uh, City Heroes, City Villains. Yeah, uh, uh, my friend Tier Jackson from Sovereign Comics, he actually said, like, it kind of looks like City of Heroes or whatever. And I was like, oh, okay. And then, like, there's a whole thing that my friend is doing. Uh, there's no voiceover work yet, but, like, I'm planning on adding that. It's just money. Um, because first you have to get the character to kind of, like, move their face with like their lips, depending on mm -hmm. what they're saying. So, but right now it's going to just have dialogue and it's going to kind of look like a comic book, which is kind of cool. Um, that won't ever go away. I don't think, but um, I would like to have voiceover stuff at some point. Cause I do know like a couple people that do that. 
and I know some other people that just want to do it. And um, yeah, so and I just found a program that makes that even easier. So. Cool. So thanks for hanging out, and uh, it's been fun asking you questions that you'd like to talk about. So you can talk yeah. a lot. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't you. have to talk as much. I like that too. So uh, thank you, and uh, we'll see you soon. I'll uh, I'll see if I can. Uh, if my daughter decides that she wants to hang out in her room th Sunday afternoon, I'll see about uh, pop pop it in the chat and you know throwing up stuff like "Oh my God, is Dylan talking again?" Uh, <laughs> You go. She's like, you guys were talking smack about me on his podcast, weren't you? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> it was all true. Don't worry. Yeah, thanks for having so, me. So, yeah, it was a lot of fun. We'll have to, we'll have to do it again. Definitely let us know when, uh, when your podcasts are going up so we can share that around to all our pages and everything. Yeah. Yeah, I share them like every day. Well, not every day. The days that they come out. So it's most of the um, week. It's like Monday. No, not Monday anymore. It's Tuesday, Wednesday, and Fridays are when they are out. Yeah. Cool. And def definitely uh, shoot me a message when uh, the Kickstarter is getting ready to go up. Oh, yeah. 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 That should be the promotion page should be done this week because I tomorrow I have a meeting with Josh about finishing the page. So, yeah, busy, lots of meetings. All right, well, good luck in the next one, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Yep.